G'day and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast. Hey, it's great to have you listening today. My name is Lockie. I'm the host of this experience. And really my job is to help guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message that you can grow your faith all throughout the week. Today, Chris Podlick and I sit down for part four of the Love Dates and Heartbreak series, which is the final part of this incredible dating and relationship series we've been looking at. And the four Monday for this week was to offer our dreams and plans to God. So today, Chris and I talk about what it looks like to offer those dreams and plans to God, the ones that are in the future, but also the ones that didn't eventuate and maybe ended up in having our hearts broken and our dreams not coming true. So I really hope you enjoy this episode of the Beyond the Message podcast. Welcome back, CP, to the last part of Love Dates and Heartbreaks. What a series. I have had so much fun with this series. It's been fun, hey? I, uh, I want to chat about, you know, one of the highlights of the series, and that's that mm. washing line that we had at the, uh, at the entrance to Beyond Church in our physical location. Um, and on the washing line, I think it's a, it was a washing line, wasn't it? Yeah, shout out to guest services for that too. That was awesome. It was brilliant with some pegs and some notes. And the idea was that as you arrive to beyond, um, because we're in a dating relationship kind of series, you could write your worst pickup line. And uh, throughout the, the series, we would, you know, collate a few pickup lines and uh, we'll eventually announce a winner. But Chris, what's your favorite? Because I, I know you don't need to use them, but um, what, what is your favorite? It was, there's some that were memorable. I won't say favorite, <laughs> but there were some that were definitely memorable. Some clearly a parent put on one of them, the kids are asleep, dot, dot, dot. Classic. Um, That's a good one. That was, that was a good one. Um, there was one that was like, I'm going to uh, report, I'm going to file a complaint to Spotify because you should be this week's hottest single. <laughs> and so that like that had good, that had good banter. I That's thought. great banter. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I personally haven't checked it out, um, but uh, I will have a look at it on on uh, the next time I can because I'm in for a good laugh. You are in for a good laugh, yeah. So, Chris, we love part fours. We love the opportunity to kind of tie in everything that we've talked about for the previous three weeks. Kind of, I'm going to get this reference wrong, but it's the crescendo. Is that right? I, well, it sounded great to me. It's the grand final. That kind of suits me a little bit better. Yeah. It's the playoff. I don't know what it is. Look, it's what the it's all been building towards. It comes together at the end. And uh, Chris, our full Monday was to offer our dreams and plans to God, um, which yeah. isn't that nice. We'll talk a bit more about that towards the end of this podcast. But Chris, to get started with our questions, uh, let's talk about heartbreak. It's mm. in the title of the series. Yep. Um, some of us have probably been through it. But I want to ask today, what is it about heartbreak that can cause us to doubt our relationship with Jesus. Yeah, well, I, I just thought it was time because we haven't really like, you know, in series that we've done in the past on relationships, we've done like sex, we've done dating, we've talked about all that stuff, but we've never really talked about like, like what do you do when your dreams don't come true? Like what do you do when you experience heartbreak? Because that's something that so many of us have experienced at one point or another in uh, in life. <clears throat> and um and I didn't, I didn't say this in the message, but um, one of the things I think that causes us to doubt our relationship with Jesus is that I think there's a little prosperity gospel in every, in all of us that, and that the uh, pr- prosperity gospel is this idea. And I did talk about this in the message that like, because I did, then God must, 
Like I did something, therefore God must do something. And that's kind of that where that prosperity idea comes in that like, hey, if I give, then God's got to do more with what I gave. Like, oh, if I sacrifice and God's got to do more um, with what I sacrifice. And the reality is um, that's not at all um, what our faith is about. It's Jesus never promised that. Uh, Jesus never promised, hey, if you follow me, uh, guess what? You won't have any pain or any um, heartbreak. It'll be awesome. Um, but so often we kind of have this, yeah, prosperity gospel mentality. And so I think when we, when we think about God that way, that really can cause our faith to become lacking when we face any challenges, when we face any trials, um, and can cause us to doubt, um, our relationship with God. But I think at the center of our faith is Jesus, the best possible person in the world. And the, the worst possible thing happened to the best possible person. That's the way we view it. Um, <clears throat> so we've got to kind of get rid of that prosperity gospel thinking, out of our out of our faith yeah so maybe people listening have experienced heartbreak maybe that's something they're currently going through um but i wanted to ask you chris and just get your perspective on some maybe historical accounts of heartbreak Mm -hmm. i know that the bible has all these great things we talked last week about romans 12 which is just this incredible passage but what we also get are these accounts of um centuries of stories of people that have experienced very human things such as heartbreak so do you have any stories of that kind of, um, of heartbreak of, of sadness in relationship, that kind of stuff from potentially the new and the old Testament. There's, there's so many like the, the, I mean, the old and new Testament are littered with stories of people who had dreams and they kind of had this plan for their life and it just didn't go the way that they wanted. Like off the top of my head, like I think of like Abraham and Sarah and, uh, and God was like, Hey, I've got a plan for your life. And they were like, well, it's not working out the way that we want. So then Abraham got with like Hagar to mm. have a child. Like that is just didn't work. And then um, we look at Job, Job's story. Job was so prosperous and then he lost everything. Um, then I, I think of people like John the Baptist. John the Baptist was this guy who was like, hey, I'm, I'm the guy who's going to announce Jesus. I'm this guy who's going to announce the Messiah. Life is going great. I've got all these followers. And then he meets this incredibly brutal brutal end to his life where he's beheaded um he had all these plans and all these dreams and you know if you look at uh, paul even has a list um in one of his letters where he's like hey here's all the things that happens to me i've been shipwrecked this many times been beaten this many times been thrown in jail this many times and when you think about it the men and women who shaped western civilization because the message of jesus has shaped western civilization no one would disagree about that the men and women who have shaped western civilization they're not men and women who were like, hey, I followed Jesus and everything was great. <laughs> there were men and women who were like, hey, our dreams didn't turn out the way we wanted them. We we're brokenhearted at, a, at points. The story we wanted to write couldn't come true in some cases, or it came true in a way we didn't think it would come true. And so these are men and women that had to navigate heartbreak, but it never caused them to, to doubt their faith because um, their faith wasn't in what they got. Their, their faith was in what Jesus had done. So looking back at history and mm. looking at maybe some more modern day stories that are outside of the Bible, yep. is it fair to say that this kind of idea of heartbreak or our dreams not coming true, is that inevitable for like people, you know, whether we follow Jesus or not? Well, uh, look, I, I think so. It, it's in some way, shape or form, because I think like, you know, we, we all have dreams for different areas of our lives at different times, right? Whether that's like, I want to get married by this time. I want to have children by this time. I want to get be graduated by this time. I want to have like 
I mean, you look at if you had any dream in 2020, you could pretty much write that dream off, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and I'll just, you know, I'll be honest, like my, one of my dreams when I was 18, 17, 18 was not to be like leading a local church. You know, my dream was to be a professional footballer. Like that was my dream. Um, even probably up until the age of like 24, like 23, 24, that was, that was my dream. Um, and I'm not saying I'm unhappy right now, but it definitely, it wasn't what I'm doing right now. Wasn't the dream I would have had in that moment when I was like, this is what I definitely want, like dreams. And then that's mm. changed. So maybe if you're listening, you can kind of apply your own experience or situation to that. And I'm sure you could come out with plenty of examples of your dreams and plans not going so well. But I think, I think if I've learned anything about God is that he wants to intervene. He wants to help us out. And so I want to ask Chris about the tangible and applicable process that we could give our listeners of actually offering those dreams and plans to God. But further than that as well, maybe also um, passing those dreams and plans to God and healing from them. I think that's also a really significant part of moving on from some of those things that might, might not have gone so well in our lives. Yeah. Well, Look, on the weekend, I kind of highlighted David and we sort of tracked along with David's story. Um, but for the podcast, maybe maybe I'll highlight Mary because um, the mother of Jesus, because I, I don't know if people have thought about it this way. I probably didn't until I was like reading, reading her story, getting ready for this message. But Mary's, Mary's, I think, is a story of heartbreak for a lot of it, because when, you know, when a prophet comes to Mary, um, the prophet comes and says, Hey, Mary, I've got a word from God for you. Here's the word from God. A sword will pierce your soul. Like if that was me, I'd be like, you got another word from God that you think you heard? Like, I don't know if that's the, yeah, just press refresh on that one. Yeah. Because, and, and you, when you think about it, like Mary, Mary got pregnant incredibly young. All these rumors started to circulate. In fact, I think there's a TikTok floating around at the moment. That's like, uh, oh, like it's, it's, um, someone, someone who like who is au fait with the TikTok will will know the sound that I'm talking <laughs> about. But essentially, it's it's a um, it's a sound where one of the people's like, "Hey, where did where did you get that from?" And it's kind of like, "Oh, this the pie just appeared." And it's like, "What do you mean the pie just appeared? You see how crazy that sounds, Mary? You see how that sounds <laughs> like?" And I think like that's that's exactly what Joseph would have been feeling. It's what people in Mary's town would have been feeling. Everyone would have started this rumor like, can you believe this young girl is going around telling people the Holy Spirit got her pregnant? Like, and then not then not only that, but then she gives birth to this this son in this incredible way. But then he ends up going and being murdered, mm-hmm. like brutally murdered in front of her eyes. Like her, I'm sure if you were like, hey Mary, what's your story? or what's your dreams or what's your hopes? It wouldn't have been that. But Mary's response in all of it is to actually say, I am the Lord's servant. And so in all of this, she actually said, hey, I want to submit my plans to God. My life is not my own. I kind of want to give it to God. And so, you know, that was that was sort of what I, what we, I wanted to challenge people to do is to not, not negotiate with God, because I think that's so easy to do. It's kind of like goes back to that prosperity gospel. Hey, God, because I did this, now it's your turn to come through. Could you do me a solid? Yep. I prayed when you told me to. I read my Bible. I served. Now it's your time to go through. And God's like, no, 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 that's not, that's not it. 
So I think it's this idea of, hey, just legitimately offering our plans to God and saying, God, I, I've got some plans of my own, but I don't know if they're your plans and I'm going to trust you and I'm going to follow you. Even if the future looks a little dark, even if I feel heartbroken, because I'm not trusting and following you because of what you can give me. I'm trusting and following you because of what you've already done for me. Yeah, that's, um, that's really cool. And I think obviously we're in a, in a relationship series, but isn't that so applicable for all aspects of our lives? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Could you speak to just really quickly, just speak to maybe, you know, if that's our career or that's our, um, where we thought we would be financially, would you mind speaking to that as well as kind of that relational aspect of it? Yeah, I think this is this is one of those this is one of those challenging things, right? Where um, it's the same principle under underpinning it all, but it doesn't make it any easier because it doesn't make it any easier when you can't have the career you wanted, or you all of a sudden because of your career you can't earn what you wanted to earn um, in the future, or maybe you had a devastating injury and so now that's changed the course of your life, or maybe you found you wanted children and you found out that um, that's not going to be able to be possible. Um, and so I think it's the same process, no matter what is kind of almost reminding ourselves of what Mary said, but also what Jesus said in the garden of Gethsemane when he was praying and he, and he said that prayer, he's like, Hey God, I've got a different plan for how this story will play out in my mind, but not my will, but your will. And notice Jesus doesn't, Jesus is like, Hey, I've got an idea that things would be different. And he doesn't say not my will, but your will, but could you just X, Y, Z? He literally just goes, no, nah, here it is. Here's my dreams and my plans. And I'll, I'll take whatever you give me mm. because whatever you give me won't cause me to doubt you because that's not why I trust you in the first place. Mm. That's so good. Well, as we said, it's part four. It's the final part of the series. Um, we've had a great time here on the beyond the message podcast and, um, I just wanted to know if there's any single big takeaway that we could offer our listeners for this entire series. Um, how do you want us to feel? What do you want us to do? Obviously there's been bits and pieces along the way, but what's the, what's the one thing um, that we can leave with as a result of love dates and heartbreaks? That is a phenomenal question. <laughs> it's a big one. That's a big question. Look, I, I would just say that regardless of, um, regardless of what, what kind of relationship you're in, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're dating, whether it's complicated, um, whether you're divorced, whether you're gay or whether you're straight, um, that God actually wants you to have great relationships and wants you to be great at relationships. Um, God isn't trying to take the fun out of your relationships. Jesus isn't trying to take the fun out of your relationships. Jesus is actually trying to help you have incredible, incredible relationships. And I think that's something we all want. Like we all want great relationships. And, uh, and if there's a takeaway I would give to people, I would say, you don't, you don't necessarily need to read that latest self-help book or listen to that latest podcast. Like you just need to lean in to Jesus um, and lean in and to, and, and observe the way that he talks about relationships. Cause I would, I think that a lot of relationship advice that people have is based off of the relationship advice Jesus gives anyway. Yeah, that's fantastic. And at any point, if you want to recap any of that content, we've got, four incredible youtube videos on our youtube channel beyond church au you can check out those beyond at home so you can jump back into the beyond the message podcast from all the parts including the bonus episodes um, but we really hope you enjoyed this series 
Um, and I know that I certainly enjoyed hosting this, this, this chat uh, with yourself and Perko. I've got a lot out of it and a lot to take into my personal relationship. So thank you so much for your time, Chris. And thank you for another incredible series at Beyond Church. Mate, I cannot wait for the next series. What's the next series? Give us the teaser. Oh, it's only a two-weeker, but it's the Bible for grown-ups. Oh, we're going to look at um, yeah. Look, we're going to look at the fact that that maybe the reason that you are that you not don't trust the Bible, you're not sure of the Bible, is because you are you have the childhood version of the Bible, and you now you need the adult version. That's brilliant. Well, that's enough to you know get you keen for the next series. Too good. Well, we'll see you then. Good night. Thank you.